0: Hello everyone and welcome to Education Checkup. I'm Johnette Magner. We're a weekly podcast here at KTBS and we cover what is happening in education in Northwest Louisiana. I am joined today by my co-host Dr. Philip Roseman. He's a cardiologist by occupation, but he's here as a champion of education in Louisiana. He is past chairman of Blueprint Louisiana and recent recipient of the Bob Ham Lifetime Distinguished Service Award by the Council for a Better Louisiana. He's also vice chairman of the Louisiana Committee of 100 and a member of the Northwest Louisiana Junior Achievement Business Hall of Fame. So welcome Dr. Roseman, and please intro- introduce our guests.
1: I will. We're uh, gonna have a great discussion today uh, with Ms. Fuller. Debbie Fuller is uh, originally worked in DeSoto uh, and was principal of Mansfield Elementary School many many years retired couldn't stand to be retired too long and so she got back into the swing of things uh, with a a school called Pathways in Education. It's very innovative very interesting ideas and we're going to explore some of those uh, today and let people know about the school. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a charter school, I believe it is. So uh, before we get too deep into talking about that, you're you're obviously someone who believes in choice and education. Yes. Why is that? Why, what do you what, why did you get involved in in uh, choice and education?
2: Thank you, and thank you for the opportunity mm-hmm. to be here. Um, as a, uh, an educator for over twenty plus years, I realize that um, as time has passed, it hasn't always been, uh, uh, what we offer in the public school system hasn't always been everything that a child needs. So I recognize the need for choice. Sometimes children have uh, different challenges, different things that they're up against and the, the, uh, the standard setting just isn't uh, what is best for them. So I do believe in the opportunity to have an alternative to, to learning.
1: Now you're a Type One charter school. Yes. Tell folks uh, what's a Type One charter school. How is how is that run?
2: So we are a part of Cattle Parish. We are not. We are independent in the fact that we run our school. However, we are connected to to um, to Cattle Parish. In fact, Dr. Goree is my boss, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, just like uh, any other uh, principal in the parish.
1: All right. and. Uh, um, You've been, uh, how long has uh, Pathways in Education been here? How did it get started? What brought it here? Well, History. in
2: 2014, I, just a little bit about Pathways. There, the owner of Pathways, um, Mr. John Hall and his wife, Joan, um, had a vision. When he was in school, he couldn't read very well. And he had a very tough time uh, accessing the curic- curriculum. And there weren't those who took the time to actually help him navigate that path. So he wanted to ensure that children like him never had to go through the, the, the challenges and the struggles that he did. Not so much didn't have to struggle, but had someone there to help them uh, overcome those struggles. And so he created this amazing um, idea of pathways, offering various pathways to get to the same conclusion. So we're not so much an alternative school as we are a non-traditional high school.
1: It's a high school. It
2: is a high school. A high school. So one of the things I think people often get confused
0: about is uh, the difference between a charter school and a private school. Right. They are not the same. How are are they different?
2: Well, in in fact, for this charter school, um, we have the opportunity Let me me just say this. We offer the same diploma that a student would receive if they were in a a normal public high school. So we are a public school. And so public funding also uh, funds this, this school as well. So you're free. Nobody, so has, to free. Nobody right. has to pay. Nobody has to pay. Yeah,
1: and and you have the same accountability, same accountability. standards as yes. all the schools in the state. Absolutely, students uh-huh.
2: have to pass the leap 2025 just like if they were in any other public high school.
1: And uh, you just run through the uh, amount of money that goes for each yes for student each student exactly that, that you serve. Yes. Uh, what uh, we t- you said talked about this new way of doing things. And so I'm gonna tell you a few words that you told me mm-hmm. and you, if you would relay what that might mean okay. in your school, okay? So one, one uh, you talked about hybrid learning.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What's hybrid learning?
2: Well, it's just a blended model. Normally kids come into a classroom and they have a teacher and maybe 25 students uh, around them learning, all trying to access that teacher's um, uh, abilities. And in our model, there is independent study where the student actually takes um, student activity workbooks and they would work uh, independently at home. Then we have the virtual model where student accesses the uh, uh, virtual uh, curriculum through AdMintim. And then finally, we have the small group instruction for that student who needs that that teacher, that one-on-one instruction so that they can have that immediate access to, to, uh, to the curriculum.
1: Hey, this is where it gets confusing mm-hmm. and I think this is uh, really uh, to, to figure out how how does uh, a child walks in okay mm-hmm. and decides I, I, I like this idea I want to go into school here and um, how do you figure out whether he needs the uh, independent study mm-hmm. model the virtual learning model how, how do y'all do that?
2: We have an independent study teacher that student is immediately introduced to that teacher who already has taken a look at his tran- at his external transcript. She knows exactly how many uh, Carnegie credits he's already earned, regardless of his age. She takes the opportunity to look at the uh, Louisiana State curriculum in terms of what he needs. In fact, you need 24 credits to graduate, just like you would, um, or the normal uh, units that are necessary. And she builds a plan for him after or him or her and after talking with the student, you decide how strong or how weak. We have those test scores, we have those external grades. We sit down, we talk about what you're strong in, what you may need more help in. So you can have that blended model. You may take American history and do it through a solve through a student activity workbook and you can do it more independently. But perhaps for English, you need more assistance and you would do it through a small group. So it's a blended model. It is all based on that teacher's connection and opportunity opportunity to talk with the child and the and his parents
1: yeah obviously choice or charter schools are not everything to everybody just like schools traditional schools can't okay. be everything to everybody right. and so there's a niche that, that that charter schools or other schools might serve or private schools exactly. might serve uh, and that niche. what is the niche what are, who are the people that are really attracted Mm-hmm. Uh, the students that are really attracted, parents that are really attracted. Yeah,
2: well, there are students out there who have uh, come against certain challenges. Some of our, um, our students have struggled because maybe they've been bullied, or maybe they were the bully. Um, some of our students have to work to take care of a, uh, a sick or an ailing or aging parent. Some of our students have become pregnant um, at an early time. Uh, it's a broad array of students. There are some students who who just want to uh, accelerate through the curic- curriculum quicker than they would in in the normal setting. So it we cover an array of of, of students and students' needs. Yeah, I would think that you know every, occasionally you run into a
0: child who is on a fast track as an athlete or. Uh, mm-hmm. Entertainer yes. or something, or a model exactly. or something like that, and, and they're making a lot of money at 15 mm-hmm. and 16 years old and need to stay
2: in school, but uh, uh, they, they need some flexibility. In it's- fact, uh, immediately when you said that a young man uh, came to mind who is working in, uh, in stocks and bonds right now, and he just needs to be working and so he's making more money than you and I probably possibly could think about, but he hasn't finished his high school diploma, and he's you know, just adamant about doing so, and he knows how much farther it can take him if he has that. So the two hours twice a week is more beneficial to him and, and meets his need.
1: So uh, s- essentially, students might come and and use this as a way to go faster yes uh, not just to catch and it's good for catching mm-hmm. up too right so how does it work as far as when a student's behind when, a st- uh, when mm-hmm. they need to recovery to credits yes. they need to mm-hmm. they've gotten behind they need to graduate they don't uh, what can you do to help that
2: so to give you an example if a student um, has it comes in and he is behind just to make sure that I want to make plain how the model works uh, if for a Carnegie credit, uh, it's 10 units, or in some places they call it 10 packets. So the first five packets is a half credit, and then the last five credits, are, or five, five uh, packets or units, would complete that, that Carnegie unit. So you could possibly, w- yes?
1: For those, including me, yes? explain Carnegie, well, Carnegie unit is a what?
2: Yes, it is the units that are required, it is a full unit for a course. So if I'm taking American history, it is the number of seat hours that I would need to complete that course. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right.
1: And then you said, as, as you complete each one of the units along yes. the way, that's 10 units ten for the, units for for the whole course. thing, mm-hmm. uh, then you are tested along the way to know that you're... yes.
2: At You're the end of each, yes, at the end of each unit, you are tested. There is a post test. You have tests um, uh, just uh, throughout the course of that unit. Um, however, the so they're mastery tests. But at the end of that test, it's called or at the end of the unit, it's called a post test. And when the student comes in, he presents his saw or his mentum, um pathway, and the teacher the independent study teacher would take it and she's going to review it she'll talk about the key concepts to ensure it's kind of uh, what we would call a pre-assessment monitoring so he wouldn't be allowed to take the test until she is ensured Mm -hmm. that he has the knowledge that is necessary to to be successful on the test and
1: that that's using the standards of the louisiana state absolutely you know it's no different than no It's the the department of education standards for the state of Louisiana.
2: absolutely yes sir
1: Uh, uh, when, when a student comes to you and, and, and is either having s- some trouble or, or there's something in what you're doing that makes a niche, you talked a little about uh, all these different ways uh, t- to teach, which I think is what you're the leader of this, this group. That's his vision, right? It's, it's doing it a little bit different, okay. meeting the needs of the individual child. Right. So um, uh, tell me, when the, when the student comes to you, mm-hmm. um, wh- where where does he go from there? What, how do you determine which one of the areas to, to start?
2: Well, first of all, every student who comes in, 100% of the students have to be enrolled in two core courses. And one elective. Again, we are accountable just like any other high school. So we have to ensure a kid doesn't just come in and he's all electives or just mm-hmm. what you know basket weaving. We have to ensure he has two core courses that would be English, math, science, or social studies, and then if if needed, and then an elective course, something that would possibly help him to have uh, a model of. Difficult and perhaps less difficult. So, depending on where he stands based on his previous uh, scores, his previous uh, likes and dislikes, then we would take the opportunity to talk with the child and we determine which area, um, which course would be in a SAW, Student Activity Workbook, which course would be online through Admentum, and then which course he would possibly need through. Um, the small group instruction.
1: One of the things we talked about was this experiential learning. Yeah. And it's very interesting um, uh, what you said about what you're doing and mm-hmm. experiential learning. Tell the folks about what's well, happening with Pathways in Education. Well,
2: of course, we cannot learn just, you know, pencil and paper, pencil and paper. Um, Sitting doesn't always grow dendrites. So John and Joan decided that for some children, or for every child, Uh, We need the opportunity to go out into the world beyond what is around us and learn. And so one of the things I was sharing is that this past May, I had the opportunity to take five children to Ireland, to Belfast, to the Cliffs of Moher. We made sourdough bread. Um, there was a river dancing, just completely immersed in the, in the culture for over 10 days. In a little bit, we're gonna take some students to California, to the beaches of uh, Santa Monica, and we're gonna help clean up because we know that there's service learning, which is a part of of this process. So uh, California the farm just spending time in nature and learning and while children are there they're completing a workbook so they're earning units in the, in the area that they are Um, that they're visiting. So uh, we're doing a black history tour in December through four different states. So there's so many opportunities for students to get um, their hands dirty, there's CSI in in, uh, Nevada. So students have to be current in terms, uh, what that means is they have to be doing their work. There's so many units that are are required uh, for you to apply. Um, of course, an international trip is way more expensive, so there are fewer, stud- fewer students who would be able to go. But on these, the trips that I just named, we can have as many as 25, 30 uh, different children who and, will and these, attend. And
1: these trips are just part of, the, uh, part of the process. Part of the process of the school. Yes. It's not anything that, that people raise money for or anything like no. that. It's something that it's, a part it's of experiential it's learning, it's, it's actually part of the education of the school. Yes. Well, I, I don't want to miss anything about the school that you want to tell the folks so So because I might have, uh-huh. p- please tell us a little bit what you want people to know about Pathways in Education.
2: Well, I've, I've said this on other opportunities that I've had to talk about. I really believe it was the best kept secret in Shreveport. We, last year we had over 330 plus children. We graduated 65 they were held to the same standards as everyone else. So if your child is having a, a difficult time in the normal process, I believe Pathways offers everything that would allow your child to navigate and access curriculum and be able to graduate on time. If not on time, then graduate in a timely manner, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. It's it's We've learned a lot. This mm-hmm. has uh, been a tremendous innovation. Uh, and a very interesting niche, okay? Which I think the school is filling, I think. Um, but it's wonderful to talk to you and, and learn about that. I, I do this with every guest, uh, which is I ask them a couple of personal questions, okay? The first personal question is, why are you still here at Shreveport? Why are you here in Shreveport-Bosier? What, what makes you stay? What keeps you here?
2: I live, I'm, I'm native born in Minden. And so the, I married a young man in DeSoto Parish. In fact, my husband is a, um, is a police juror in the DeSoto Parish area. And so for the last 30 years, it's been our pride and joy to work with young people in mm-hmm. our area, whether it is in Caddo, Webster, DeSoto. Um, we have a, a wonderful uh, puppet ministry that we, um, we go about and we work with young people. We were just in Arkansas uh, recently um, sharing with the youth up in uh, the, the uh, detention center there. So we do it here in Shreveport, mm-hmm. we do it in, in DeSoto Parish, we do it in Caddo Parish. We're just excited about the ministry that we believe the Lord has called us to.
1: Mm-hmm. Are there words of wisdom that you'd like to share? You getting a chance on, on TV here and, <laughs> and, and, and podcasts to share your words of wisdom. So for parents, students, community, whatever, what, what would you leave them with?
2: There's open enrollment at Pathways. You can join us anytime. We have dedicated uh, certified professionals who are interested in helping you get your education. We love students and I believe that it's worth it. Louisiana doesn't graduate a lot of 19, 20 year olds, but up until you're 22 years old, you can navigate your education at Pathways and we're happy to have you.
1: Well, appreciate it. We've learned a lot, and this is really, like I say, a very innovative idea uh, and thought. And uh, and uh, I'm sure it's something that the the owners or the mentors or the leaders of this, you know, are very proud of, and they should be. Uh, you've certainly done very well here with the charter school here in shreveport Bowser. and you have a new. I, I have to say, a new. You have a new campus. You've got yeah, two yes. campuses, one yes. in Mansfield Road and one Urie Drive. So Absolutely. all of that is uh, also very, very interesting. So yeah. thank you again for coming and being part of this.
0: Thank
2: you yeah. so much for having us.
0: And thank you to all of you for joining us for Education Checkup. You can view our other podcasts anywhere you listen to them or go to our website at ktbs.com podcast. Have a good day and be sure to join us next time.